Mini Boneheads, my name is Doug and I love minis. This is Doug Loves Minis, the show for people who want to go deeper than Doug Loves Movies in trivial information. Coming to you from Minis HQ in show business town, it's Thursday, October 17th, 2 Oceans 13. Last night I did a stand-up show at the Improv in Ontario, California, and I will not be playing the audio from the Leonard Malton game at the end of the show with David Huntsberger because... 68 very nice people showed up, and the stand-up show was a lot of fun. And when I asked how many people... Ooh, I got mail. When I asked how many people uh, listened to Douglas movies, they all cheered. And then when I asked for name tags, not one. Not one pre-prepared name tag. A few people scribbled their names on napkins. We chose one because he was sitting up front. Seemed like a nice guy named Ryan. He played, he picked the hostage category, and he got 9 out of 11 names, and he still didn't know his dog day afternoon, and I can't really blame him, because he's a young guy, and so I gave him the whole prize bag, and uh, better luck next time, Ontario. I, I'll be back, but uh, that was um, disappointing and humbling. <laughs> humbling. <laughs> Maybe people just don't, uh, you know, they're not into uh, photoshopping in the uh, the Inland Empire. Time to reveal who I think Roy Abramson sounds like. He was a guest a few weeks back. His movie, Escape from Tomorrow, is still available on VOD and whatnot. And I'm very good with voices, and I can figure out who voiceovers are uh, almost instantly when movie stars do voiceovers on TV. So it was frustrating to not be able to put my finger or ear on just who Roy sounded like. People have suggested lots of names on Twitter. Uh, some of the more recent ones I got were uh, Drew Hastings, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, lots of people said William Fickner. And all of those are close. But at Darrington, D-A-R-I-N-G-T-O-N on Twitter, got it right in my opinion. I agree with him that Roy Abramson sounds like Martin Donovan. He was the DEA, DEA agent who... Uh, got involved with Nancy Botwin on Weeds, and he's been in tons of other stuff. He was in some Hal Hartley movies. And uh, once again, let me play a little Roy Abramson for you so you can hear what Martin Donovan sounds like. Hey, there, was, there was a really hairy moment uh, about three days before the shooting ended, and luckily the director shot all the hard scenes, uh, you know, the most difficult ones first, and got those out of the way. And then there was like three days before the end of the shoot where I... All right, that's enough, Roy. I don't know why anybody thinks that guy sounds like uh, John Hodgman. That's amazing to me. I got several people said that on Twitter. Any hoozle, speaking of messages, I'm not going to read any uh, iTunes comments uh, on this show, on this particular shorty, but I am going to read to you a letter that I received from a gentleman named David... He said, Hi, Doug. After your angry rant on the other week's podcast about empty seats for a usually free weekly show in Los Angeles, I took note. Last night, me and my roommate, who are avid fans and dedicated listeners, took off from work early and drove an hour and change in traffic from Venice all the way to the UCB Theater, only to be turned away for capacity when arriving 15 minutes prior to the show. Well, here's the thing, David. 
Yeah, uh, I appreciate you taking off work early. That's the problem with having a 7 o'clock show, is a lot of people have to do that. I also understand that Venice is very far away and very difficult to get across town to Hollywood that time of day. So I feel uh, your pain, as a former president of ours once said. But also, you you got to keep in mind that when you show up to anything 15 minutes before it's going to start, especially after me angrily ranting a few weeks earlier that all this, there's too many empty seats, we had a great turnout on Tuesday night, and so uh, I, I'm afraid some people got turned away. I didn't hear that people got turned away. There were people sitting on the stage, so it was pretty full. So we were probably we truly were at capacity, and uh, I'm sorry that you didn't get in. Uh, you go on to say had a friend online before us, but they didn't let him hold seats for us inside because you know, of course, lots of people would do that, David. Like there would be tons of people holding tons of seats, and then you know, lots of people who got there uh, in plenty of time wouldn't get in because people get to squeeze in their friends. Uh, you say we left at five thirty to try to get there early enough. My point being, you have a right to be angry about empty seats for a free show, especially in a city like Los Angeles, but there are other factors at work here sometimes. Yeah, David, I've been talking about that for weeks. What I've been saying is, I'm not angry at everyone for not coming. I'm, I'm just angry at the fact that there are empty seats when I have amazing guests, and so therefore I think I might have to move the show to another venue or another time slot. Or, as you go on to say, uh, you say, uh, charge $5.00. Uh, have pre-sales before shows. Well, lots of UCB shows have pre-sales and charge $5, and they fill up, and if someone gets there 15 minutes to the, prior to the show, uh, they might not get in. So the bottom line is that you live in Venice, and that sucks because it's way on the other side of town, and hopefully you can come see one of my other shows sometime. And I do feel bad that you spent uh, money on gas. Uh, I, I like this one line you said, though, uh, I didn't get to see the show, Wasted Gas and Time, only to be turned away, like I'm trying to get into a club the cool kids go to, complete with Velvet Rope-style rejection. I'm pretty sure UCB didn't turn you away because of what you were wearing or because you weren't a hot girl, but uh, I do appreciate that feeling of being turned away, and it sucks, but that's the thing about Los Angeles, is that people hate getting turned away so much in L.A., uh, that they just go, well, I'm not going to go. I'm not even going to try to get in. And that's the situation that we have, is that my show is too early, and you have to wait in line, and it's a short show. I mean, I understand all the reasons why there are empty seats. I'm just trying to make sure that there's not empty seats so I can keep doing it for free every week in that venue because I'm very happy with it except for the... Uh, the empty seat situation. And like I said, it's been packed the last couple of weeks. So anybody that's coming down, stand with baseball Jordan. He got there at five o'clock on Tuesday, but you know, get, get in line with him and uh, hang out there on the street. It's a lovely block. There's lots of restaurants. You can take turns going in and getting food and drinks. And, um, and I really appreciate that people uh, come and do that. And as always, people who think Marky Mark died in The Departed are a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves 